Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, Kel. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I, I, I'm good, but mm-hmm. I'm kikiing. I know. Because we just had to do a restart. I know. Take two. Take two, because I was told that I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't seem into it tonight. Yeah. So. So season finale. Yes. Uh, when exhausted. I exhausted. Completely we started this totally in like exhausted. late January. Yeah. Like, we've been at it for a little bit now. Yeah. So, how was your weekend? Oh, good question. I don't remember. It was great. Your weekend was great. How? Because we celebrated my birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It was your birthday. It was. Yes. <laughs> How could I forget? Hi, friend. Hi. Remember me? <laughs> right. I don't remember. You know what? I drink, we drank a lot of champagne on your the night of your birthday, which was Friday. Okay. Now my memory is jogging. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We drank a lot of champagne. We did. On that Friday night mm-hmm. and had like a really great time. Mm-hmm. I had guests in town. My sister came in town with my niece. Yeah. So I had people there. So it was a, a very eventful weekend. Yes, it Say was. that I forgot completely, but yeah, that was good. We had yeah. fun. How was your birthday? Let's give the people a recap. It was phenomenal. Um, it was. Really had a lovely, lovely, lovely day. Um, Friday was just kind of spent getting ready Friday day. And then Friday night, we went to a really nice restaurant. Um, It just felt like very much a production. And um, it felt like it was a movie. Like, I I felt like I looked good. I was surrounded by the folks that I love. um, And it was a good time. It was a really good time. It was Um, nice. Yeah, I was was really pleased. And then Saturday, had a chance to go um, spend the day at the spa, um, which I was really excited about. in a nice spot here in Houston. And then Sunday, I just took myself out to brunch at um, Abuzi. I just love that place and did that and then had a business meeting and then, you know, met up with some friends a little later in the evening, but it was good. A nice, nice way to bring in 40 plus three. Yeah. Well, you did good. After Friday, I don't think I did much of anything. Yeah. I was I was pretty much done after Friday. Yeah. I, like... I can only do so much, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, and now it takes me a while to bounce back. Like, I don't, I can't just bounce back like right. I used to. <laughs> and so I actually was supposed to go out on Saturday because mm-hmm. my sister and her husband have opened up a new spot, a hookah lounge, mm-hmm. Crew North. Mm-hmm. And they had like their soft opening weekend. And so on Saturday, you know, there was a fight. Yeah. And so people were out and they were obviously having a watch event at um, at, crew. at Crew. And so I was supposed to go, but I was not able to find childcare. So I was totally okay with that. I ended up being like... <laughs> Mommy and auntie daycare, mm-hmm. like my kids were there. My niece was there. My sis- my daughter's friend was there. Mm-hmm. You came over. Did. And you're like, we talked. And like, I just, and I literally at the end of the night, I cuddled in the bed with like my children and my niece. Perfect. And it was the perfect mm-hmm. evening. Perfect. Like I had such a great evening yeah. on Saturday. Mm. Um, so I don't feel like I missed out on anything. And then I got my chance to like catch up on my sleep in the Sunday. I just mm-hmm. literally bummed it out yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 
I always say, like, I get stressed out about my birthday. And this year, I just, I wasn't stressed. You were not. I was not stressed. I was stressed. Like, normally, I get really anxious about who am I inviting to dinner? Who am I? And I just said, you know, I don't care if people get along or they don't get along. At the end of the day, I'm going to bring the people that I love the most around me. And hopefully, everybody will be copacetic because, like, the mutual interest is in making sure that I have a good birthday. And that happened. Um, There was one person who unfortunately um, couldn't make it, but we had to show you the math and to show and prove the point about how much champagne we drank. Um, There were seven people that were at the dinner. um, And at that night, that night at dinner, we had three bottles of champagne. And then we went to another place and had another three bottles of champagne and then we had also a, a bottle. whole bottle of Casamigos Reposado. Yeah, tequila. <laughs> Who drank all of that? Who did that? Who did that? Why? Exactly. Which is why I was in the house Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> That's why right there because it was too much. I didn't even go out there it was with a the lot. intent on having yeah. that much fun because, you know, I wasn't even feeling good, child. Like I had a whole, I was pushing By the through. grace of God. The she was able God, to make I it. it yes. Because I was, not, I don't know what happened. I call it like a yeah. 24 or 48 hour bug. Mm-hmm, My stomach was in like shambles. Yeah. So I, I just, <laughs> you know. I don't know how I made it through, but I pushed through. You did. Just had such an amazing time. You so I was did. just happy that I was yeah. able to pull it off. Thank and you, friend. You have fun. Yeah, I did. Mission accomplished. Yep. Uh, I was very happy. And, you know, I've always think about like, what's the mission kind of what's the purpose and, and way I want to move in this upcoming year of life. Yeah. And um, when we uh, were episode planning, uh, going back, I think, to December, uh, actually, early January, you had brought up a quote um, that uh, Savannah James, the esteemed and lovely and beautiful, beautiful wife of yeah. um, LeBron James, uh, that she had posted for um, the last day of the year on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a quote that I have said for myself at this stage in life, like, this is the energy that I'm moving with. Yeah. We both were like on yeah. New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. like, this is the energy for mm-hmm. 2023 yes. that like we want. Yeah. And I think I got a little off track, admittedly. Um, same. Same. In the beginning, I was January 1st and 2nd, I was good. But then January 3rd, yeah. out the out the door. So um, I always think that birthdays are a great opportunity to reset. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I say, let's, I'll read the quote for the folks. Mm-hmm. Um just so that um, we can get them caught up. But most of you probably seen it, but it's happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. Kindness is the new cool. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a lot in like a but little it's so simple. It's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. So um, when you brought that to the altar right, <laughs> as a potential episode for us, uh, just topic for us to talk about in an episode, I said, Absolutely. Absolutely. And then as I was just reflecting the day before my birthday on like, what, like, are you, are you following up on what you said you were going to do yeah, for New Year's? Principles, yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not. So no. we're, we're recentered again. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Like what, when you hear that, it's simple. Yes. What do you think about recenter? Like yeah. I have to recenter all the time mm-hmm. because sometimes we get in our own way. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I just had like a therapy session with my with my esteemed therapist. Mm-hmm. And I am just talking about like my emotions and how I feel deeply mm-hmm. and how when I feel like something is wrong, I feel like my intuition is just kind of leading me mm-hmm. to whatever the situation may be, right? To find out what it is. Yeah. And, you know, what she said to me was super simple. She was just like, 
baby, you need to be able to come calm your emotions mm-hmm. because you're looking for essentially trouble. Like if there's mm-hmm. nothing there, like everybody has feelings, right? Everybody has emotions. Yeah. But sometimes you just need to be able to calm your own self down mm-hmm. and like basically keep keep your own peace within, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so not allowing like your emotions to control you, dictate your actions, mm-hmm. or upset your mood and essentially your peace. peace yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is so true yeah. because, mm-hmm. I mean, just with all facets of life, like, you know this, I think about my mind races yes. a, a, like a mile a minute, just mm-hmm. thinking about like the craziest shit, like all the time, mm-hmm. like all the time if I'm triggered by something. Right. And so for a, a long time, you know, I mean, forever, for most, like, of my life, I've obviously allowed myself to fall victim to, like, my emotions and let them just kind of control me Mm -hmm. and kind of dictate my moods, Mm -hmm. right? But I've learned that, you know, whether or not I am going to be at peace, whether or not I am going to be at peace or have peace in my life is up to me. Mm -hmm. And then I can choose that. Like I can choose to be in the negative space and allow my feelings and my emotions to like dictate, you know, again, my mood, or I can choose to like comb whatever those noises is, Mm -hmm. those voices are in my head or those noises and choose Right, the root, the root of peace and happiness by focusing in mm-hmm. on the positive, right. and that's how you do that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I continuously practice. And that's why you said, like, sometimes we get it right, sometimes we don't get it mm-hmm. right. But <clears throat> now I am in the space of practicing getting it right mm-hmm. more often. Yeah. And so that's why when that situation happened that I told you about with my previous babysitter, mm-hmm. like I didn't go off, right? Because I have to think back about like. Like in totality, mm-hmm. right? Like how has this person shown up for me mm-hmm. and my family, my mm-hmm. kids, yeah. right? And for the most part, our exchanges were really great. Positive. Like I trusted this person. They were positive exchanges. Right. So yes, they didn't do something right, but I'm not going to harp on that and overreact, right? I'm going to take everything into account mm-hmm. and then move accordingly. And yeah. so that's just a little example of just like how um, I try to protect my peace in some some ways in which like, I can like visibly see Mm -hmm. it playing out in my real life, (laughs) like in my real life. Yeah. And something that my therapist told me and that TikTok therapy also confirmed was that emotions are temporary. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, emotions are temporary. And so it's so important that we figure out what, like figure out the coping skills and or mechanisms that we need to use to to temper that yeah. so that we can allow logic to re-enter the building. Right. Um, so great example, you know, with with your babysitter, because yeah, like gloves would have been off, but like right. you have to, you know, take a moment and recognize, okay, this is a moment. Right. I'm upset about it. Um, but it's a moment. Right. And 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 I'm gonna hold space for that moment, but I'm not making decisions off of that moment. Correct. And um, that's growth. Like that is that is growth that I know when I have felt like, oh, my gosh, like I want to rage out right now. Yeah. Um, But I've just said, okay, like, okay, like I'm really big on emotional intelligence. And um, there's a book that I read through work, um, Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Travis Bradbury. And he talks about self-awareness, social awareness, social relationships and Mm self-management. And 
being self-aware is recognizing when you are physically having mm-hmm. um, a, a reaction to something right. that will produce emotion right. and tapping into like, what are the physical things that you're experiencing mm-hmm. and feeling like, mm-hmm. you know, my throat starts to close, like yeah. my, my heart starts to race, like I get butterflies in my stomach. There yes. are physical things that yes. actually are happen happening and tapping into that and recognizing, okay, this is a moment and now I have to self-manage. Yes. And that self-management is maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's meditating, maybe it's putting on your favorite music, maybe it's watching reality TV smut, whatever it is for you that will calm your brain, but calm those physical um, reactions that will potentially cause an emotion, mm-hmm. um, engage in those activities. Correct. So um, that is that was a life lesson for me. When I tell you I learned that in, to, in 2013 and every single year I'm practicing that, I was like that... That's it's the one this, principle. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a life changer. Mm-hmm. Like it really is. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I, go go back to our episode on, on overhealing. It's just like you don't know. I feel like anxiety and um like stress, depression, intuition, mm-hmm. all those things are kind of are this like you don't know what's mm-hmm. what, right? You know what I mean? Like, what, what am I? And this is is this anxiety I'm feeling, right. or is this like is, is, is my intuition? Right. My intuition, mm-hmm. or is you know what I mean? Or is it like it's so confusing? And that's why I agree with just the overhealing piece mm-hmm. that we were talking yeah, about, about over, that because quell had mm-hmm. now yes yeah, that quell had because it's just like okay, let's let. It's just it's just feeling mm-hmm. right. Like if we boil it down, if we just to boil the it down form. to the simplest. An easiest, a non-complicated form, child. It's just yeah. a feeling, and we have them. Everybody has them. Mm-hmm. Like no, they're not going to go away. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can control them and compartmentalize better than others. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, let's not complicate it. Yeah. It's just feelings, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. like you said, they're temporary. Mm-hmm. They're fleeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll tell you um, that intuition part. Um, there's a difference, right? I think between like intuition and anxiety. Correct. But you have to know the difference. You know what I mean? Like you have to Mm -hmm. understand Mm -hmm. what the difference Mm -hmm. is. And I don't know if I can quite articulate that. And maybe you were going to articulate that, but I don't know how to quite articulate the difference because it's such a subtle difference. And at least in my opinion, Mm -hmm. like, for example, if you get into like an Uber car and Mm -hmm. then something tells you like, you shouldn't be in this Uber car. You know what I mean? Like that's intuition. Is it intuition or is it just like a... That to me is intuition. Okay. But like if you um, meet, I, I think anxiety comes into play like when you meet someone, let's just say from a relationship standpoint, mm-hmm. you meet someone, you're dating with them, um, dating them, and um, you don't feel safe or secure yeah. with them. Um or like there's behaviors that you see in them that just make you question the quality or their like the quality of human being that they are, or their character that they possess. Um, the, when your anxiety flares up, you know that that to me is that, that that to me those types of experiences would trigger anxiety, and that's not my intuition. Your intuition is, um, yeah, no, you shouldn't get into the Uber. But like if I'm uncomfortable or not feeling safe or feeling like this person is not wholly into me and they're into everybody else and they're for the streets. And I start to like constantly think about what's going on. Like if they're in your head all the time, that's anxiety. And Mm -hmm. that's a sign that like, 
that they don't bring peace to you and your soul. Mm-hmm. And um, or it could be some, or maybe you've had traumatic experiences. It could be some PTSD. It could be some PTSD. It could be some relational yeah. PTSD for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you probably shouldn't be dating if that's the case, right? You should yeah. be working on kind of moving through that so that like you can enter into a healthy relationship. But those feelings that like come up when you are meeting a new person, it doesn't even have to be dating, but you're meeting a new person. You're just like, I don't know if I can trust this person. Like that's the stuff for me that like, I'm like, that's intuition. Is that intuition? That's intuition. Okay. That's intuition. You know, I love a good th- a good definition, child. And I wish my phone was working so I could pull it up. My phone is not working. <laughs> but I wish I could just look it up because when I think back, like just right now mm-hmm. in real time, thinking back over like my um, experiences, like I've had intuition, like, okay, yeah, don't stand on that ladder because mm-hmm. it's going to fall. Right. And then... Yeah, actually, it I, was, I say false, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that's like intuition. Like yeah. that, that now that is intuition yeah. because, like, you can see something mm-hmm. happening before mm-hmm. it happens, and you get yeah. the warning, right? So you can see it happening, mm-hmm. and then the anxiety. I just think it's like you, like you said, just a, like a fear. Mm-hmm. I feel like almost of mm-hmm. something happening, mm-hmm. right? Like. Because of either you just don't get a good vibe mm-hmm. from something or someone. Yeah, the math isn't adding the, up. The math is mm-hmm. not adding up. Or because there's some past trauma or some, you know, hurtful things that you've dealt mm-hmm. with in the past yeah. that have caused you to have, like, fear and doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would agree. And at the end of the day, if you have somebody in your life that is bringing, I don't want to go so far to use the word turmoil, but that's like challenging um, your inner peace, kind of going back to this this quote, inner peace is the new success. Um, that person is not going to help you be successful. Yeah. Right. So or that situation isn't going to help you be successful. So for me, at this stage of life that I'm in, the pursuit of peace and the pursuit of happiness um, are two very important um, things for me. And if I can be at peace and I can be happy, um, I feel like that's a win. That's success. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I read that part of the quote, I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, I think this quote is saying that like the narrative is shifting, right? So the things that we or society has historically placed value on success, wealth, riches, don't get us wrong. We are the champagne wives. So like that, some Let's of that stuff be clear. is still very important, right? Um, but it's not what we put 100% of the value on, yeah. right? Um, at the end of the day, substance is really important. And um, being able to lay your head on the pillow yeah. each night and knowing that um, you've done good. You yeah. know, that you've you've contributed to society in a way, whether it's through your efforts, whether it's through what you've done with your kids, how you've helped somebody, how you've made someone stay better, um, that that's where the value is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not necessarily all about like what you can amass as much as it's how you can have a positive impact on people's lives. And in terms of just like happiness, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Happiness for sure. Yeah. Happy and kindness. And right? kindness. Yeah. You know, how would she say kindness is the new no, cool? cool. Yeah. yeah. I was this, I was looking at, I think it was a TikTok and like a comedian was on there and she was just, I mean, it was obviously like a comedic skit, but mm-hmm. she was just like, stop being rude to your waiters and waitresses. Like mm-hmm. they're not your servants. Like have some respect. They're doing a job. Yeah. Like 
tip them properly. Don't be rude. Don't go in with an attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people are human and like, you know, treat them as such. Mm-hmm. And it was it was supposed to be funny and it was a skit, but it's true. Like I you I, I always live by the principle, whereas you should treat the janitors the same way you treat the CEO. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and those are principles that I try to teach to my children as yeah. well. Um, and so I do believe like the whole mean girl guy bullying yeah. acting like uppity and mm-hmm. diddy and like you're better than people i just i really never just really subscribed to that but yeah. i just think that now mm-hmm. like it is socially cool and acceptable to be kind to people yeah. no matter like who you are what you have right. what you do um etc yeah I, I think for us like when people see us, whether it's together or even just like independently, they assume that like we're not as like nice and gregarious mm-hmm. as we are. Um, and then when they gregarious. they meet us, they're like, "Oh, y'all are really cool." It's like, "What'd you expect?" Yeah, like, "What'd you expect?" Yeah. So part of that is like just also not putting your your impressions, not putting your preconceived notions on people because yeah. of. What, what they you have, think, their what you think, yeah. your perception of what how they would be if, you know, because a lot of that has nothing to do with us and has everything to do, you know, with the with the person. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, everybody, we all put our pants on one leg at a time, child. Exactly. <laughs> like the, the, the playing field is level. So what I also liked is the health is the new wealth. Mm-hmm. I love that part because we had Jackie on here um, a couple of weeks ago, Jackie, our trainer. And what, you know, Jackie will always say is that, yeah, you come in, you work out, but um, the benefits are so much greater than just what you feel physically or what you see physically on the other side of the reflection or the mm-hmm. mirror. Um, and that hit home for me because even today when I worked out with Jackie, we were talking about it. I was like, health is the new wealth. She's like, baby. I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Like, I I love feeling strong. I love um, the opportunity to, to feel so uncomfortable, wake up sore, so, like sore, sore, especially today. I texted her, was like, oh, I don't like waking up sore, child. No, I don't like But that's how sore. we knew we did a good workout. That's how we knew that the workout was working. But, but, but that's also, you know, that, that strength. Yeah. <laughs> look how good you look in that red dress at my birthday. <laughs> Praise be. But still, like I take it. I definitely take it, but Praise I don't necessarily be. want it. Like I don't want the soreness. Mm. But yes, especially as we continue to mature mm-hmm. and age, it's extremely important mm-hmm. to like continue to focus on like your health, not yeah. only physically, but mentally as well. And I will say that like for young adults particularly, I know that like, you know, a lot of people don't have like health insurance mm-hmm. or, you know, are not keeping up with like their scheduled appointments. But I think that like it should probably be a priority like at a yeah. younger age because yeah. it'll help kind of keep you maintained, mm-hmm. so to speak, as you age and yeah. get older. And also a lot of younger people are coming down with chronic illnesses. And we talked about this before. And so whereas like you think that like something can't happen to you or, you know, you can't get sick. Mm -hmm. That is just not the case. We're seeing cases like every day of younger people, younger and younger getting like real chronic and um, 
what do you call it? Um, like morbid diseases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I just think that, yeah, maintaining your health is is super important because mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then you cannot amass wealth. And if you have amassed it, you won't be here to enjoy yeah, a child. Enjoy like, it. If you don't trust take it care to of will it to somebody else. Exactly, child. child. Like that's that's really what will end up happening. That's really what will end up happening. But I, I would say like the whole entire um just quote snippet it it captured a lot it didn't capture a whole lot around like religion and or spirituality um which uh, there's nothing wrong with it not including that but um that is also I think kind of just a part of my journey for for this year or this 40 plus three year of life right of mine to you know to tap in a little bit more um into into that space but I think at the end of the day if you're kind, um, that kindness is rooted in in religious principles. So, you know, there's probably some indirect reference there. What's your thought, girl? Girl. <laughs> Say it. I'm just, you know what? I, I, yes and no. Okay. Okay. I, I feel <laughs> like peace is ground, peace is found in some religious principles mm-hmm. because obviously you know that like if you have a strong relationship with God mm-hmm. then you know that about faith you know that you know when there are trying times if you have your faith everything mm-hmm. is going to be okay which at um, some point should give you a level of peace yeah kindness I just don't know I you know what I've been watching I watch the news I watch mm-hmm. like these TikToks and there's just a lot going on now with these Christian nationalists that I just <laughs> They on my nerves. You're on the dark side of TikTok. I'm on the dark oh, side. I'm on the political dark side of TikTok, girl. It is driving me crazy. I'm not on that side. Thank know. God. Well, it has me by the throat, child. Girl, I just cannot. that's what I was deep into, like dark side of this Africa is, TikTok. Is, yes, you're you're a deep dark Africa. I'm in deep dark Republican. <laughs> Right side, yeah. I, okay, I okay, I got like, you. I got I, you. I can I, see where I you're coming from on that, not, yeah. girl. Like with these, like <laughs> girl, like. But yes, yes, Jesus, the Bible does say, "Be kind and do it to others as mm-hmm. you have to be unto you." That's, that's exactly but in I, my mind. But I was yes, but yes, I agree. I just had to say that job. <laughs> you know, I'm on the deep, the deep dark. <laughs> Political TikTok. Please don't take anyway, TikTok away. We need that. We Please need TikTok. Don't do it. Do the not way do that it. my life is so much richer on the other side of yes, but you having know TikTok what? in my if life. If you continue to cons- talk about peace, mm-hmm. I feel like what you consume, you become. We talked about And so about you this. have to be careful about the algorithm. We talked about this. On yep. TikTok because, you know, there's all kind of topics that people discuss and albeit informative mm-hmm. and even sometimes entertaining. Right. And a lot of times truthful, mm-hmm. you are what you become. So if you're looking at a, like a series of TikToks in regards to like, my man is no good mm-hmm. or he cheated yeah. or like, and you like ways, just one. ways to catch your boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that's all going to indoctrinate yep. itself in your brain, whether you know it mm-hmm. or not. Right. And so you have to be very, very careful about what you consume. Right. Um, because you are what you consume. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that can create a whole level of paranoia yes. and like, you know, anxiety mm-hmm. and all the things, right? So absolutely. Try to focus in. Don't be like me and, and go <laughs> and go to the dark side of TikTok. Try to focus on a good I mean, not a good side. Like. I mean, I, so right now I was. I'm out I'm out of deep dark Africa. You're of, okay, you're out of deep dark um, Africa. Yeah. Right now I'm on skincare. 
Okay. Um, I'm on the skincare side of TikTok. I'm on the, uh, you know, the healing side of TikTok. Oh, I love that. I'm on the... Um, Oh, what else am I on? The makeup side of TikTok. Oh. So that's where I, I am right now. Bit. Okay, so I'm, I'm on, on skincare, makeup, and healing. I am on the... Uh, where am I? So obviously politics, mm-hmm. deep dark politics. I'm, I know what's going on in Florida, Oklahoma, Tennessee, everywhere. <laughs> Texas. I, I know what's going on. Uh-huh. So I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into the politics. I'm also on to like... Okay, so me, if you know anything about me, like I love... Like reality, like documentary, mm-hmm. like crime investigation shows. <laughs> so there's like a lot of like crime. Mm-hmm. Like this is what happened to, I don't know, Emily Brewer. Mm-hmm. She was a 12 year old. She wanted to, like those stories. Like you're like on like the ID channel. I'm on the ID channel. Okay. So like, yes, girl. And I love it. Not just sit there and watch. That's my entertainment. Okay. And then like the Oprah stories where she talks. So there was a one that came up today. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm rambling, but this was just no, so exciting. Good. But anyway, she, um, it was about this boy who was raised as a girl. So apparently when this boy was born, he was a twin, part, mm-hmm. a, a part of a twin group. Mm-hmm. And um, he was circumcised, but they burned him, damaged his penis. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's you crazy. wanted me to keep a straight face? I know, yeah. No, Sorry, okay, okay. Seriously. But so his mom went to this doctor, like this um, hormone therapy, like transgender doctor mm-hmm. who said, you know what, since his genitalia is messed up, you need to raise him as a woman and so and a girl. And so for from two to 15, they raised this boy as a girl. Mm-hmm. They cut his uh, balls off and raised him like literally as a girl until he was 15. <laughs> but overall, this time, like he had these feelings that he was actually a boy and they were trying to raise tell him. him and convince him that he was a girl. And he was just like, but I feel like a boy. And right. until he said, you know, I'm thinking about committing suicide is when his mom and his dad decided to tell him the truth. Mm. So that's the kind of shit that I watch on TikTok. <laughs> I know, it's like... <laughs> I'll take it's my sad. skincare, makeup, and healing. It's so sad, but that's my weird ass, okay? And I'm on tarot card readers. I'm not gonna oh. lie. That's my, my guilty <laughs> you, you ever be out there like that? I forgot. I was like, there's one more. But the tarot card readers, I'm on that. Like, really deep. That's deep. hilarious. But the should be real. That should be, girl. I'm like, oh. Yeah. How you know? That's, that's what be careful about yes. what you consume. Be careful about what you consume. Yeah. Okay. And um, a couple of things. Let's talk like what's popping because we have a lot of exciting stuff happening for what's popping. But I also want, I want to put a disclaimer Are we transitioning there. from like the topic? Oh, are yeah, we done? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like we are. Is there anything else? I don't know. I mean, I'm good, <laughs> child. I'm Season good. finale. Season finale. Okay, let's just fly just... by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Um, it's Mercury retrograde. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, I like the astrology thing. So it's Mercury retrograde, and um, it means that Mercury has, like, kind of moved behind. Don't quote me, but it's moved behind a planet job. Mm-hmm. And just be careful is all I'm going to say because it's a time um, when, particularly uh, because I think it's Mercury retrograde in, in Taurus, it's a time where People are going to try and come back into your life. Communication is going to be a little bit fuzzy. Technology isn't going to really work the way that it's supposed to work. And know that everything's real right now, but not everything is real right now. So um, have a strong sense of discernment, particularly as it relates to um, things that people might be saying or people who try to come back into your life, the Mm -hmm. boomerangs, right? So um, be mindful of that. Um, And I think our collective what's popping 
is the fact that we were able to get tickets for the Bouv Clicquot Polo Classic. Yay! Yay. We're excited. We are very, very excited about this. Um, We've been talking about wanting to go to this for how long? Oh, two years. (laughs) It's been a while because they haven't had one because of the pandemic. They Mm -hmm. had one in New York and at one point they had one in L.A. Um, But this is the first one from the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, post pandemic. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about it. We mapped it out. We said, are we are we in? And we said, yes. We talked about like what we'd we'd be willing to spend. We hunted down the dates and the times and everything that tickets were going to go on sale. And. Um, I was trying to convince Kelly we needed to do pre-sale. She was like, it's not going to be that crazy. Girl, girl. I was not. Talk about it was Spidey senses were off with this. One. Like, I did not <laughs> think that, like, it was going to be a big deal. She's yeah. like, let's get pre-sale. I'm like, girl, we won't need to. Like, nobody buying these tickets. Like, there, we'll be fine. She was like, well, I am going to be online at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. which is what time the general, like, right. the general sale Yes, happened. Gen Pop tickets went on yes. sale. And so, yeah, was, I was wrong because... The ticket sold out in like 10 minutes. That's okay. Yeah, no, but we were ready. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Right. You were say. ready, child. I was ready. 10.55, I set an alarm. I like went to a conference room yeah. and um, got my card ready just in case and was able to like at 11 o'clock, I hit refresh, said buy tickets. I said two. Max that they let you buy for the level that we bought was two. Um, so like if we had plans to like bring a gang of girls, like yeah. it was just not going to happen. It would have it would have worked. So um, Max was two, and we I have smuts on my little jacket. Here. Well, you, I, I I worked out Beyonce. You worked out this. Yeah, it, it, it worked out it perfectly. Worked out it was perfectly. not nearly as stressful it was, as your Beyonce it, experience. No, it wasn't. But we got the but tickets. That what we, we know is we gonna be we gonna yeah. be in it. We are gonna be there. Uh, it's gonna be such a vibe, such a bop. It's in New York. Uh, it's in New Jersey, in, in NYC. But yeah, summertime in the city. If you know, you know. And um, we got a really nice note from um, a follower. I won't, I won't read it word for word, but she basically was like, I got tickets too. I'm going to be there. And I don't know who else is going to be there that listens and watches this. But if you're going to be there, DM us because we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know what we're thinking, mm-hmm. but we will be in the building. We might not be where you are. You might not be where we are, but we're going to figure it out. So um, we'll figure out how we're going to make sure that we connect with folks that, um, you know, subscribe, ride for this podcast. Yeah. Um, and we'll figure it out. But DM us if you are, if you have tickets, if you were able to get tickets um, and you're going to be in the New York City area the first weekend of June, we'd love to meet folks. We'd love, love, to. love, love, yeah. love to have an opportunity just to connect in real life. Because at the end of the day, you know, like I said, we're we're two, two very, very, very real, real down to earth girls bitches. that just like to have fun. Yes, have fun. Love to have fun. Yeah, that's our thing. That is definitely our thing. That's our thing. So that was that was my what's pop. That's big. That was big. That I just I just big. have one. That's, you did a lot, child. I know it was the last episode. You got it all in. You you done? Is there anything else? <laughs> that's all I got. Is there anything I'm else? I'm gonna sip my champagne. I'm just kidding. I kid. I kid. I kid. So <laughs> my what's popping is, and I'm gonna just run it back to last season. We mm-hmm. had two very special guests on, mm-hmm. Michael and Tim. Oh yeah, the two producers of Summer Jam HTX, mm-hmm. and so. We, a year later, it has come around again. So Summer Jam HTX, and I'm talking about it now as my was popping because we 
this is our last episode, obviously. Mm-hmm. We won't be back until after it's already happened. So Summer Jam HGX is happening on May 20th. And if you have not already gotten your tickets, please go out and mm-hmm. get your tickets, get your girlfriends, get your outfits, and get ready because we're going to have such a great time at the yeah. Soho Festival grounds. Mm-hmm. Our headliner is going to be the City Girls. Active. You and we are active. getting so excited yes. um, to just be able to see them in concert. We're also going to have... Um, What's his name? Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. That pit is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be lit. And there's so many um, just surprises Mm -hmm. and things to do uh, there. So many activations, food, Mm -hmm. drugs, just all the things. Mm -hmm. So we're just really looking forward to having a good time Mm -hmm. and an even bigger year than we did have last Mm -hmm. year. So Yeah, last year Lotto was there. Yeah. Tay Money, um, Beat King was there, Moneybag was there. Moneybag, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was a a great showing, a great turnout. And depending on what it is that you want to do, like if you want to be in the pit where Waka Flocka's there and like go crazy, you can. Like get the general admission tickets if you want to just kind of chill um but get the energy from the pit you can do general admission plus if you want something a little bit more exclusive with some elevated views and you want access to a vip tent there's vip tickets if you want to ball out and you want these sections you want bottles and you want bottle service but also have access to this vip tent there's sections available so yes so there's a lot there's a lot there's going to be a lot of things available yeah a good call out. And what I love about that is that like that is Houston culture. And we mm-hmm. always talk about like Houston culture, people coming it here, is. going out. We talked talked about like the Sunday fun day mm-hmm. turning into like an all day, all night vendor. Yep. But literally that's the culture here in Houston. Like bottles, sections, and just being able to enjoy the experience mm-hmm. from whatever you're comfortable with, whatever your desires are, whatever you can afford, right? Mm-hmm. And so there will be a very nice um, obviously being in the pit and being like in front of the stage on, on the grounds, that's awesome as well. Mm-hmm. The energy was great last yeah. year, but there's also going to be like a really nice VIP section. It's going to mm-hmm. have some really comfortable seating, some shade, um, yeah. just, uh, some, uh, vibe com- conveniences mm-hmm. with like, uh, food and like bars, alcohol bars and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So it's going to be a really yeah. great vibe. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Same. Same, Just make same, sure I same, get my same, ticket. Same. Um, oh, girl, so. goodbye. And, <laughs> and bye. So, oh my gosh, a season finale, season mm-hmm. four finale. We've talked about so many things this season. Um, so many things from manifestations to visualization to uh, parenting to relationships and green flags and relationships to... Uh, Aging like fine wine, you know, aging gracefully. Um, What it means to be a black woman. Right. That experience. Um, So much that we've talked about. And um, we just want to say thank you so much to each and every one of you who have just continued to engage and like love the topics that we talk about. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's yeah. a lot. Um, and and we understand you have a lot of choices, but, um, but the girls that get it, get it. Um, we're just happy that the ones um, that, that we're able to connect with and that, you know, big us up as we continue to talk about these topics each week um, have had rode with us for so long. So we're really looking forward to season five. We are. We have a lot of things mm-hmm. in the works. We obviously, you know, 
a couple of weeks ago, we put up a story asking for contact information for our listeners and our friends. Mm-hmm. We'll probably put it up again because we have some things that we're working on Yeah, because we want to go beyond the studio. Beyond the mics. Beyond yes. the mics. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we will hopefully be able to share very soon mm-hmm. the things that we are we have currently in mm-hmm. the works. But just know that like as we go and take this creative break, like we like to call it, we are going, <laughs> we're, we're really uh, conceptualizing and brainstorming on ideas on how to connect more closely mm-hmm. with our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's- I'm really excited for season five. We're gonna bring back. Um, we're gonna bring back some some familiar faces. <laughs> um, I think that y'all will all really really enjoy. Um, yeah. The laughs will continue. The bottles will continue to pop. The sipping will continue. And yeah, cheers to y'all and cheers to season cheers to four. Us. Any last thoughts on just the season? You go, Aldo. Last thoughts on the season um, from just your perspective. Yeah. So just from my perspective. My last big season for This was a big season for me. Um, Obviously, I revealed that um, I am in the process of um, going through a divorce. So that was um, something that had been eating at me probably from like season three. Mm -hmm. Um, Damn, season two, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to be able to say that um, and share that with you all. And thank you for everybody who has reached out and been really supportive um, around that um, and making me feel like I'm not alone because there's a lot of us that are going through that. And just because we are going through that doesn't mean that we have failed as a woman. It doesn't mean that we have failed as a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes that just happens. And so that, that revelation for me brought so much release and took such a weight off of my shoulders where I felt like I can show up, sit in this blue chair, look dead in the camera and just show up more authentically um, and have just more honest conversations with you all. And I'm really looking forward um, to season five to be able to um, share a little bit more, right? About like what life on the other side is like. (laughs) Yeah. The fun starts now. And I don't I don't know entirely what that's like, but um, we'll go through it together. Um, It's funny. I'll I'll end it here. But um, I I met a soccer mom yesterday who was like, how do you like how do you know where to go? Like, what do you how do you get back on your feet? Because she recently just went through a divorce and Mm. she's like, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, wow, this She's like, listen to the podcast. Talk about that. I was like, we don't, but we will. Season five. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to being able to share um, another, I would say, lighter, freer side yeah. um, of myself um, with you all in season five. So that's really my reflection. This was a yeah. really great season for me. Yeah. Really great season in terms of the topics. It wasn't as salacious as the last yeah. uh, season, um, but we were able to talk honestly and freely. So I love that. I love that, too. How about you? I, same. You know, I just think that we steered away a lot of from relationship conversations, but I do think the conversations that we did have were just so... Yeah. I don't know. I just left the studio feeling really great about them, right? And I was just like, wow. Like, I didn't know that this topic would have this much of an impact on me, mm-hmm. but the topics that we did talk about, majority of them, I just felt really great about it. Mm-hmm. I just think it was really great conversations that we had and mm-hmm. really good work that we were putting out there into the world. I will say it was an exhausting season for me because, (laughs) you know, obviously, you know, we go through a lot in our personal lives and, you know, 
being married, obviously, and, and being a mom, there's a lot of things that, like, you know, I go through as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to you know, switching babysitters in between babysitters. Mm-hmm. Like, husband and I are in couples therapy again. And so that's the whole thing. And that's exhausting because sometimes that, when though. you're in therapy, love that. We'll continue to continue to do that as needed. But, you know, it just brings up a lot of emotions and mm-hmm. sometimes it can just be really, really heavy. And so, you know, that has been the season that we've been in. Um, but, you know, we pushed through and, you know, we've had to maybe miss a couple of episodes due to just our schedules Travel, or just exhaustion. Work, exhaustion. But we pushed through and we were so excited. I think I can speak for the both of us and say that we are so excited and so committed to the process and to continue and keep going. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really looking forward to season five and 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 seeing what we're able to come up with. We, you know, like I said, we have some things that we're discussing right now that are on the horizon, some ideas that we want to bring mm-hmm. to fruition. But, you know, just really looking forward to the continuation of Champagne Wives podcast. Yeah. yeah. Love you. Love you. Cheers. Cheers to season four. Oh, I'm done. Yay. We'll see y'all in a see couple y'all of weeks. See y'all next season. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>